Welcome to a special edition of uh, Game Time CT's High School Baseball Podcast, High and Tight. Uh, I'm joined today by former Housatonic, great I think we can call you now at this point, former All-Stater, All-Berkshire League, and the only registered citizen baseball player of the year, Willie Ahn. How's it going today, Willie? Really well. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm here with Willie. We're here in uh, Norwich at Dodd Stadium before the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Uh, take on the Connecticut Tigers. Is this the first time you're playing back home in your home state as a professional baseball player? That's right, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. First time playing at Dodd Stadium, too. So Really? You yeah. never got to play your night? No, yeah, I'm on the opposite side of the state, so I never got to play here, no. <laughs> That's right, opposite yeah. side of the state. Willie played at Housatonic Region 1. Uh, luckily, I was up there. I got to cover you your junior and senior seasons. Uh, actually, the first baseball game I ever covered for the Registered Citizen was your start I'm going to be honest with you, I'm complete, I completely forget who it was against, but you threw like a one-hitter or something. You struck out like 18 guys, and then you, are at, you were our athlete of the week, and that was the first time I got to meet you. And now, you know, it's what is that, 2013, now five years later, you're sitting here as a professional ball player. Um, just right off the bat, how did playing at Housatonic prepare you, I guess, for the next level, getting to play high school baseball? Uh, well, I just had a lot of fun playing Housatonic, and it just, you know, reminded me every single day why I played, why I started playing baseball. Um, and, you know, I just got to compete every day, you know, get to get to pitch every day, or pitch, you know, twice a week just about over there because we didn't have too many arms. And then, um, you know, I was top of the order, always trying to get things going. That's really where I started to learn how to just set my teammates up, you know, just get on base and try to touch home play as much as I can and see if I can drive in some runs. What is uh, some of your best memories of playing at Housatonic? Because, I mean, you played for four years there. And you had some great starts. Um, well, it was some of those some of those starts where I you know racked up some crazy strikeout totals, and uh, you know there were there were you know a couple. Well, actually, the only state state tournament run we went on was that our sophomore year. So it was just before we met. Uh, we beat Trinity Catholic at home on a walk off. So I remember that. And then senior year, we actually had a pretty we had a pretty good team. Um, lost to Old Lime at home. We actually hosted a state's game. So there are a lot of awesome memories from playing at Housatonic. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty. That was a really talented Berkshire League um, throughout the entire league that year. Obviously, you, uh, your friend Zach Reisdorf, Justin Galicchio, I think was only a sophomore at the point at the time. He's playing at Bryant. Uh, there were so many talented players in the Berkshire League, which a lot of people never really give proper credit for. Did you know how talented that that league was at the time? I, I always thought it was talented, and I think we were a little underrated across the state. Um, you know, because we had some teams that competed over the over the my four years. We had Northwestern go to the state finals. You know, we won a couple states games here and there. Lewis Mills is always competing. Uh, Chicago always rolled out a pretty good team here and there. So um, it was, I always had fun competing against those guys. It was fun to play, especially with Zach too. Cause that's one of my best friends. So it was fun. Our senior year, kind of, yeah. we had we went back and forth. I remember you were covering those games, and it was always <laughs> what are Zach and Willie doing against each other? Yeah, so. well, I'm pretty sure when he act, when you actually pitched against him your senior, year, I think you I think you went one for three. So I think you got him. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, right. uh, you know, Chicago was actually unbelievable this year. They were the last undefeated team in the state. They went 19-1 in the regular season. Then they lost in the first round. But. Oh, wow. And Lewis Mills went to the finals uh, last year with mm-hmm. Jesse. He was, I think, there. His first year was your senior year right. uh, running that program. So then, obviously, Housatonic, you know, small, one of the smallest schools in the state. You decide to stay home. You know, you had, uh, you had a ton of different offers around the state, and you decided to stay at UConn. What was it about UConn and staying at home? Well, at first, I really I remember thinking this. I wanted to go down south. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to UConn. I wanted to just see if I could go down south, play somewhere warm, 
And then I just took visiting there one time. Coach Penders finally got me onto campus, and I met the great coaching staff. And the campus itself is just beautiful. And I saw the field, and I loved it. And the, just having the great coaching staff, who's you know, they'll I'll be great friends with forever, uh, which is a bonus. Yeah, you know, obviously getting to watch you play and knowing who you were, you know, I had high hopes for you go going to UConn. Like he's going to play, he's going to play. All of a sudden, like three weeks into your freshman year, and you're in the lineup, and you never left the lineup. What was that like going from senior in high school to freshman on a, you can call them a national power because of how consistently competitive UConn is every year and the great job that Jim Penders has done there, to now you're starting there as a freshman at third base, which you didn't play in high school. Yeah, it was, um, my freshman fall was a huge challenge for me, you know, going from small Housatonic, you know, kind of being a big fish in a small pond to UConn where you're at the bottom of the barrel as a freshman and uh it's a, it really, I got to thank Coach Penders for getting me uh, mentally and physically prepared for that freshman year because my freshman fall was really a trying time. I had a really bad fall. You know, I wasn't hitting too well. It was a huge adjustment for me because I, I went to the Torrington Titans after my senior year and I couldn't hit in that league. I just couldn't. Yeah. So I pitched only. I was a pitcher only that summer. And um, I remember that. Yeah. So then getting getting me ready for that spring was uh, that was a big challenge for me. And I I got you know I broke into the lineup and felt like I was prepared just in the nick of time to be able to play the rest of that freshman year. And then it was funny because I had a good freshman year and then I played in the, in the perfect game league, but then I went over and played for the Blues that summer. Yeah. So one year later, I was able to, I, the UConn had turned me into a guy that couldn't even sniff a fastball in the Futures League to a guy that was, you know, hitting the middle of the order with the Bristol Blues. And correct me if I'm wrong, you guys had a pretty deep run. Was that your freshman year or your sophomore year at UConn? Uh, sophomore, sophomore year, we year. made a regional. With yeah. uh, Danilo... And all them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and K, yeah. And K, Anthony yeah. K, how can you yeah. forget that? How was playing on a team like that where you guys just kept winning? It was kind of like, you cut, they have to win out, and then you win out. And then, you know, they have to win the league, and you win the league. And all of a sudden, you guys are playing in the Super Regionals and, and, and all that. You know, how much different is that than playing, you know, hosting a, a Class S, you know, state, uh, state, champ, uh, state tournament game? It was, it was unbelievable. That was, that was probably up there with the most fun I've ever had playing baseball because we, we were reeling a little bit. We had, you know, we were, I think we were a little below 500 leaving a series in Cincinnati and then we just, we got hot. We, I think we won 16 of our last 18 games going into the regional, something like that. And then being able to dogpile in Clearwater, win the conference championship was, that was one of the, one of my greatest memories playing baseball. So to go, to go from the, you know, senior year, making it, you know, just being fired up that we hosted a state tournament game to, to that in such a short period of time, it was unbelievable. And you kind of made a name for yourself uh, on, I think it was like ESPN, ESPN2, whatever channel they were playing with. You had that crazy double play, uh, that dive where, you know, every, you're getting dirty. You, you were, honestly, you're the perfect player for gifts online. Like there was, they, they kept producing so many gifts of you, your diving plays, all that kind of stuff. And someone who got to watch you and everyone from Connecticut was like, oh, that's just Willie on. That's just Willie being Willie. And uh, obviously the dirty jersey is like your, your like, uh, it's what you're most known for. How happy is your mom that she doesn't have to wash your jersey anymore? She, she's so happy. Yeah, she, she used to take pride in it because she was one of the few people that could actually do it. You know, she'd bust out the rust remover, remover and get all the dirt off. But she, I think she's, uh, she's happy to pass the baton on to somebody else to take care of that. Okay. And then obviously, was, and then after your sophomore year, you went and you played in the Cape Cod League, which is the best, you know, collegiate summer league for players around the country. And here you are there in the Cape from little, you know, little region one, and you, nothing changed. You, you made the all-star team there, and uh, it was it the Bourne Braves, right? That's you right. Yeah. The Bourne Braves, you make the all-star team there. So it's, now, now you go from playing in the AAC, and some top talent to now the greatest prospects in the country 
Was there an adjustment there, or you were just kind of playing baseball? There, I, I did have to adjust a little bit, just regularly seeing that kind of velocity every single day was a bit of an adjustment. It was about like a third of the way, maybe closer to halfway through the season, when I was finally just getting my timing down and able to just spray the ball to right field and be on time with the fastball. And you know, it's, it, was an appro- it was an approach process that kind of developed my sophomore year, sitting on certain pitches, working counts and stuff like that. And, you know, I still, I still am an aggressive hitter. Don't get me wrong; I probably only have like six walks this season. But I, you know, I'm trying to see more pitches and just yeah. be able to let the let the at bat develop a little more instead of being, you know, first pitch swinging Willie that I I'm pretty much known for for all of high school and beginning of college. So yeah, and then you, you're a captain as a junior at UConn. Yeah, you know, guys have another good year. Then you get drafted in the 25th round by the Orioles. Were you expecting to go uh, after your junior year, or was it something that kind of was a little bit of a surprise? Well. It's interesting because uh, after the after having a solid Cape season and going into the junior year, I did ha- I had hand surgery after that Cape season, but I I, I was pretty sure that I was going to go, and then I broke my hand six days before my junior season started, and then I had no clue. It was all up in the air, and all I wanted to do was just get back on the field and play for UConn, and I I went back earlier than I was supposed to. Kind of at that point, I was like, I just want to get on the field. If I have a senior year, I have a senior year. You know, yeah. I it wouldn't be a bad thing. I'd love to go back to UConn and play. But uh, it, it worked. It worked out in the end. So I was I was really lucky that the Orioles uh, took a chance on me in the 25th round. Absolutely. Now another change. You go from the AAC, the Cape, and now you're playing pro ball, which for a lot of people is a big is a big step. You know, there are some people who who hit in high school, who hit in college, and then can't hit pros. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a, there's that big. You know, it's such a big step because now you're playing with not just the best guys in the country. Now you're playing with the best guys in the world. And uh, was there an adjustment period there for you? Because, you know, this is your first full season. You were obviously there last year uh, as well. But this is your first full season, and you make the and you make the Penn League All-Star team. <laughs> so it doesn't seem like there was, but mentally, was there really an adjustment that you had to make? Yeah, you know, as, as you move up, the, the, the speed of the game just kind of goes up one tick each time. And I think you just got to, you know, as, you just got to keep getting your reps in in practice, you know, as long as, long as you're, you can keep up with the speed of the game. That's last year, uh, like the GCL, I would equate that to the pitching is kind of like the Cape, except, you know, you get some of those Latin guys that are throwing 100 miles an hour. They don't know where it's going. So then you move up a little bit. Now you got guys here that can actually hit the zone a little more and have good breaking stuff. So it's, you know, it's, it's just the adjustment of the speed of the game and being able to, you know, just keep climbing up and make adjustments in the box and on the field defensively and on the base pass all around, yeah. What's the what's been the biggest, I guess, obstacle? Because, you know, you're playing in high school, you're at home. You're playing you got to play in Torrington after high school, you lived at home. You went to UConn, you're living on campus. I mean you guys are traveling a lot, but you know, you're mostly living on campus or with your teammates. And then, you know, the Cape, I'm assuming host family. Then back UConn, you know, still on. Now you're a pro ball player, and there's, you know, what's been that adjustment in terms of like living and kind of living your life where you guys are on the road a lot and traveling by bus a lot as opposed to, you know, plane. <laughs> I think it's just really having a solid routine each day, uh, just getting yourself mentally prepared for, you know, there there could be anything to pop up, you know, a bus breaks down or. You know the hotel rooms get messed up, and you gotta you gotta stay somewhere else, something like that. You just gotta you gotta be prepared for anything. Just kind of be you know be comfortable being uncomfortable. That's that's how you're gonna get through situations like this. But and also just love the game every single day and play play your heart out every day. Yeah, do you still love the game as much as you did when I, when I met you when you were like 15? Absolutely. Yeah, I probably love it more now than then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you still you still talk to any of the buddies back from Housatonic? Definitely, yeah. I, I try to go, you know, I try to go back home and say hi to you know teachers, former teammates, um, and you know I I see Zach Reiserf all the time in the off season, so 
I you know I try I always try to reconnect with home because that's that's where it all started. Do you so. plan? Or do you stay at home during the off season? Um, well, I'll be actually at UConn to uh, try to graduate this fall. So hopefully I'll be graduating in December, taking class this fall. Was that so. your mom and your dad making you do that? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that they, a promise yeah. you made? I, I told I told them I'd figure it out eventually. So I figured I'd get it, I'd get it over with and have get my dad out of my ear about graduating. <laughs> He's a smart man. But yeah. if I recall, you've been doing some radio stuff for UConn, right? In your in your downtime, is that something that you're looking to? Uh, you know, to uh, to do in your downtime? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd love to. I, yeah, so um, on the way down to spring training, uh, Chris Jones allowed me to hop onto the broadcast. So I did the Kennesaw State game at Kennesaw in Atlanta, and then I also did the Georgia Tech game down there. We beat Georgia Tech, so it was, uh, it was a pretty exciting call. It was my one of my it was my first two calls, and I would love to do. It. I, at first, I was really nervous, and I didn't know if I was gonna be able to handle the radio booth. I would make sure I wasn't going to swear or anything like that. But once you put the headphones on, you know, you, you kind of censor yourself and it becomes a really good time. Is that something that, that you've always been interested in? Yeah, I, I've always been interested in it. And then just it was just pulling the trigger and getting onto the broadcast for the first time and seeing if I had what it takes. And I, th- I, think, I, could, I think I could pull it off, I so mean, we'll see. Jumping on and doing a college game for your first game is not that bad of a start. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, what, uh, what are you finishing your degree in up at UConn? Journalism. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So why, why did you do that? I don't I don't know. I can't. I I couldn't add to save my life, but I could. I could put together a paper and some articles, you know. So we'll see if it turns out. Oh, wow, that's that, that's great to hear. So, you know, where you've been from the last five years? I mean, what has been? Is this a surprise for you, or is this something that you always wanted to do? Like five years ago, did you think that you'd be sitting here? It's interesting because five years ago, this was the goal for sure. But you know, to just be able to you know trust the process and follow through with it is it's 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 a dream. So it's I'm kind of caught up in between. It's it's what I want to do and it's been my goal to. I can't believe I'm doing this. It's a dream. So I'm kind of like caught in the middle of that right now. So it's just it's just been a blast. I'm having a lot of fun. Absolutely. And one last question: Do you have any tips, anything for guys who are still playing high school ball now who are looking to play at the next level? Anything from you know workout routines to just playing and grinding every day I think I think it really is just endless reps and the biggest thing is the days that the days that you don't want to go out and get your work in you're feeling tired or you're not you're not feeling great that day those are the days that you got to go you got to go get your work done so just and I the the only way that I got as better as I did at UConn after after high school was just endless reps every single day not taking a single day off absolutely and we do a weekly giveaway on the show where we give out a dirt dog of the week for like you know the grittiest players who who make you know a diving play or, or do a gritty performance in any way and like I think we're just gonna rename the award after you after <laughs> from your junior and senior year I think we're just gonna rename the award the Willie on dirt dog of the week award because that's exactly the way that you play the game and you know it's been great to watch you you know from high school into college now you're playing pro ball and you're back in Connecticut so I think that's awesome and I really appreciate the time Willie my pleasure thanks for having me. Absolutely.